Welcome to the Vineyard Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information on this podcast or other resources, go to vineyardlive.us. To learn more about us, go to thevineyardchurch.us. Good. How's everybody doing? All right. So excited to be here in person. This is so good. Love it. Hey, I also just want to welcome Vineyard Live, Facebook, YouTube, and Sullivan. Can you all give them a warm welcome too? So excited that you are here. I'm just excited to share a word that God's put on my heart. So a few weeks ago, I was woken up really early, really early in the morning. It's like 3 a.m. No one likes that, but I was woken up and all I could hear in my head were these words from Ephesians 4. Now, Ephesians is written by Paul, the Apostle Paul. He wrote it to the church in Ephesus. And, and here's what I heard, like, as I woke up. Therefore, I, a prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you have been called by God. Now, right away, I was like, I was feeling like this calling, like this kind of rising up, and then, then it kept going. It was like, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Make allowance for each other's thoughts, for each other's faults. And right away, I was like, oh boy, patience, make allowance for each other's faults. Lord, I know why you're bringing this up. We are in a crazy critical time. Like, there's craziness going on, right? So he says, make allowance for each other's faults. So that's running through my head because of your love, but then he keeps going. They make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. And so I'm, I'm like meditating in this. I, I didn't even know I had it memorized, honestly. Like it was kind of, I was like, wow, I have that memorized, wow. And so it was like going over in my head, and, and right away I vividly remember this story that happened like several, several years back. So you know, we wanted to try an experiment in our services in here. You remember when we had services? I mean, wasn't that, like, Sullivan, you're actually having services right now. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing, right? Aren't you having fun? Okay, so remember when we, you know, okay, so we had an issue, though. Like, no one would come on time. You know, we kind of call it vineyard time. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but, and so we, we thought, what if we, like, um, start, our, our call to worship a little early, just like a few minutes early to call people in, and maybe that'll be a kind of a chain effect, and people will like, oh, we got to get into service, and so they start coming early eventually. And so we're like, okay, the leadership team discussed it, and they're like, this is a great idea. Let, let's just try it this weekend. So I promptly email the team that I'm, I'm overseeing at the time, and uh, I just say, hey, here's what we're, it's just an experiment. We're trying it this weekend. Um, we'll we'll see, see what goes, and this is, you know, the goal and all that. And so I send it off. Well, it unleashed a flurry of critical feedback. Now, I'm not just talking like little comment here and there. I'm talking about critical feedback. Like that kind of feedback that's really harsh that makes you go, oh my, I can't believe they said that. You know, that kind of feedback. And so, you know, I did what any responsible and mature follower of Jesus would do. I vented about it on Facebook. <laughs> I mean... You know, and I kept it general enough so, you know, most people didn't know what I was talking about. But, you know, I was just so upset. I just, like, the world needed to know why these people were being ridiculous. The world needed to know about that, right? So right away, 
One of my team members emailed me directly. Now, no one else was copied on this email. They emailed me directly and said, you know, I'm pretty sure that post you just made is about this really heated, crazy email exchange we're doing right now. And uh, I, I may be reaching, but it seems kind of passive-aggressive. And maybe the most godly response is not to post anything at all. Ouch. I was like, oh, I, I read that. In my, I was like, ooh, that kind of hurts. And there was just like so much in me that wanted to defend myself. Like, I have every right to say what I want to say, right? I wanted to defend myself, but you know what? They were totally right. I was being passive-aggressive, and I just sensed the Holy Spirit, like, all over it. He was saying, like, this isn't who you are. You, you, you're, you're actually meant to, to bring people together, and what you're doing right here is dividing people by trying to make your point. And so I swallowed my pastor pride, <laughs> and I thanked them for the email. I actually wrote them back, and I thanked them, and I promptly removed my post. I mean, let me just say something. Isn't it hard not to share your opinions? I mean, isn't that hard? Like, does, does anybody have a con trouble controlling the vent? You know, you know that vent that comes up when something goes wrong or, you know, something crazy chaotic happens in the world, like it's happening all over right now, Right? Or, or, you know, with your family. With your family. With your family. Your fa you know those, that family member? Your friends? You know, how many times have I been in a conversation and I'm just like, oh, no, uh, I'm just going to bow out of this right now and not talk. Or I'm like on social media and I'm just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. You all know that, right? I mean, I don't think we've ever been in a time where we've been able to share so many opinions so globally, so instantly. And let's just be real, right? There are a lot to have opinions about right now. I mean, here we go. Mask or no mask? That is the question, <laughs> right? COVID versus the flu. Which one's more serious, right? Cancel culture. Like, which statue are we going to leave up? Are we going to leave that one down and tear that one down? Or how about all the racial unrest we're dealing with? And hey, I didn't even mention that, hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> we're in an election year. And, you know, so just the very mention of the word Trump or Biden makes someone twitch. Like, I think I saw someone twitch over here. Did, <laughs> Sully, did you twitch? I think you did. Been your live? I mean... Just this week, I, I, I was on a little family trip, and I asked my, my wife Katie's 93-year-old grandfather, I said, you know, have you ever experienced anything like this current climate, like this craziness? And he was like, no, never. And I grew up in the Great Depression. I mean, that was a horrible time, and it was nothing like this. Like, everything seems like it's being dismantled or deconstructed or questioned. I mean, every sphere you can think about, business, government, media, entertainment, education, like everything, like even the church. No, we should be the most united and we're the most divided I've ever experienced. And so I was just like asking God, I'm like in the early morning, I'm asking God, like, 
what do we do about this? How do we navigate this? What, what do we do? And, and he said something that kind of surprised me. He said, this is the revealing of the sons of God. I was like, God, what, is that, what does that mean? And, and I was like immediately led to Jesus's words in Matthew 5. This is the Sermon on the Mount. This is one of you know, his famous teachings, Matthew 5. It says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Peacemakers. I know many of us are longing for peace right now. I mean, peace from the chaos, peace from the constant change. Like, we're on, we're off. School is in, now school is out. You know, it's, it's like, what, what do we do? There's like chaos and change. And like, are we known as a peacemaker or a point maker? Like, do you listen or do you make sure people are listening, right? Or, or maybe we're all just so tired of it. And we're like, peace out. That's like my peacemaker. But see, Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers. Now, peacemaker, it's a, it's a real sim simple definition. You kind of just switch it around to make peace. But, you know, Jesus actually would have said it in his native tongue, which means to bring forth shalom. Now, maybe you've heard the word shalom. We often think of it, it, it meaning peace, like, and people sometimes greet, like, shalom. But actually, the word shalom is a packed word. It, it doesn't just mean peace. It actually means to be made whole, to be delivered, to be healed, to bring into unity. So when Jesus said this, he's, he said, blessed are those that bring forth or, or usher in wholeness, deliverance, unity, peace. Like this is what Paul is talking about when he says like, make every effort to keep united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with Peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. See, I believe Jesus is saying that the sons of God need to stop trying to make points and start making peace. Now, I don't want us to misunderstand this. Like, he's, he's not saying don't speak up. He's not saying become a peacekeeper. You know those peacekeepers that we're, we're afraid of conflict or we, we're kind of walking on eggshells and, and you, you kind of become a doormat? No, he's not actually saying that. He's saying peacemaker. See, when, when you make peace, that's when the resources of heaven are released. So how do we do that? How do, how do the sons and daughters rise up how do we rise up? How do we make peace in like all this chaos that's happening? It's actually found right in the text I started with, right in Ephesians 4. He makes it real simple. He says, always be humble and gentle. You see, first, we need to say peace to our pride. You know, I've actually discovered something. I really like to be right. Some of you are laughing. Are you laughing? Yeah, I like to be right. You probably do too. I'm, if I'm in a conversation, right, and, and they're, they're, someone's talking about something, I just love to go to Google, Google and be like, ha ha, booyah. But what I've realized is that the other person's like, see ya. 
They don't like that. Like, we have to lay down the right to be right, even if we are right. To say peace to our pride, we have to lay it down. I love C.S. Lewis's definition of the opposite of pride. Maybe you guys have heard this word. It's not very popular. Humility. He says, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Let me do that again. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. You're selfless, right? You're giving preference to others. You're, you're honoring them. You're, you're, you know, saying peace to our pride is actually just owning our stuff, owning our mistakes, not blame shifting. Like when my team member called me up, you know, they didn't call me out. They actually called me higher. You know, when they called me up, I, I could have just easily defended myself. I could have used scriptures and all, all this kind of stuff. I, I could have done that. But I realized even if I did some of the things right, I would have missed the invitation to make peace and bring us together. The second thing we need to say is peace to our impatience. Paul says, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. You know, bringing forth peace in a situation just takes time. Like, there's actually usually not a fast way to peace. You know, maybe you remember like uh, Jesus has two different storms. You know, that one time he's in a storm and there's a storm going around and the disciples are going all crazy. They're like, ah, you know, right? And he just goes, peace, be still. And it just immediately goes away. But what I've discovered in my life is kind of the other storm. You know, where the storm is going crazy and they see Jesus walking on the water and Jesus is saying to you, lock eyes with me and I want you to step out of the boat and walk on top of the storm and we'll have peace together. But you know what? That storm is still going. Kind of, kind of sounds like the time we're in, right? See, I often just want to move faster than anyone else. Has anybody ever taken the Strength Finders? Any of you in Sullivan, Vineyard Live, Strength Finders? Well, my number one strength finder is activator. So I just like to jump in and figure it out. Like right away, I want to, you know, and you know, there's some relationships where I, I, I'm like, can't they just get over it? You know? Does that sound familiar to anybody? I mean, can't they just get over it? Like I know in my situation with the email, right? It just escalated really quickly. It got really heated. And, you know, with some people, I just needed to meet one-on-one -on -one with them. I needed to, to hear their heart. I needed to, to wait, to listen. I, I actually think that's a word for some of you. Like, meet with them one-on-one, -on -one, talk it out. Hear their heart, like, wait and listen. Like, to be a peacemaker, we need to say peace to our impatience, take the time, be patient with each other, make allowance for each other's faults. And finally, we say peace to our independence. Now, we don't really like to hear that. Land of the free, you know, this is our declaration of independence, but we cannot change the world with Jesus on our own. And our connection, our, our unity is extremely important to God. It's more important than our gifting, 
It's more important than our calling. It's actually more important than almost anything else that we can do. It's really important. Like, there's a reason that we're actually called the body of Christ. Like, body, many parts, right? We're all together. Like, listen to Paul's language here. Make every effort. It's not like try a few times, then give up. No, make every effort to keep yourself united in the Spirit, bringing yourselves together with peace. Now, I kind of read that a little fast, but you might have missed a key in there. It says, keep yourselves united in the, anyone? Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is our guide. Like, I think in a message like this, when I heard these words, I thought, oh, no, Lord. This is so hard, you know, but actually, he has the Spirit. The Spirit lives in you, right? The Spirit lives in you. He's going to give us the power. He's the guide. He's the comforter. He's the teacher, right? But why is he so concerned with our unity? See, it's, it's our unity that releases the resources of heaven. Listen to what Jesus says to his disciples. He says, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. Did, did you guys catch what I just read? Like if two of you, okay, right there. If two of you agree on anything, the Father will do it. I don't know about you, but that is a promise. Like what's in your heart? Where is there a place that the kingdom needs to break in for you? What, what in heaven right now? You know, heaven has everything we need, right? What in heaven needs to be released onto the earth? You know, those of us, you know, maybe some of you are in some tension right now, like some tense relationships. You know what I believe? Those of us that were in tension with somebody, it's actually because you're supposed to come into unity so that you can have access to the heavenly resources to solve the problem. But you see what? We become peace martyrs rather than peace makers. We're willing to sacrifice our peace so we can make our point. And we're letting ourselves just get divided. We're not realizing that our division actually clogs our access to the kingdom. You see, the enemy doesn't really care about the side. He just cares about the divide. If he can keep us independent, opinionated, fired up for maybe our own cause, we won't even realize that we've shut ourselves off to our access to the resources of heaven. See, see God is calling the peacemakers to rise up. He's calling you to, to rise up, to, to bring forth the shalom, to bring forth the wholeness, the healing, the freedom that this country needs. To have access to the resources of heaven and to release them onto the earth. So my question for you is whose son are you? Whose daughter are you? Are you sons and daughters of God? Because you know what he says to you? He says, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the ones that bring forth my healing, that bring forth unity, that bring forth freedom and deliverance. For they 
will be called the sons of God. Now, I want to take a moment and just minister right now. Because I, I think the Lord is doing something right now. I, I can sense it, even, even those of you online, those in Sullivan, that, you know, maybe in one of those things that I talked about, your pride or patience, maybe there's just something you need a release from heaven on. You know peace is a gift. We don't actually have to muster it up. He says, peace I give you. I freely give you this peace. Not the, the peace that the world gives. Not that kind of peace. I give you the heavenly peace that calms. Maybe that's you. Maybe you just need a release of peace. Maybe there's a relationship. If that's you, I just want to invite you right now just to stand up. I just want to pray over you in general prayer. Would, would you be bold and just stand up right here? There's anyone. Anyone online. Anyone in Sullivan. Would you just stand up? Would you be brave? I just want you to put your hands out. Jesus, we release your peace. Right now, Lord, you are just calling the peacemakers to rise up, to rise up, Lord. Just let it rise up. Awaken our hearts, God. That we wouldn't be peacekeepers, but we'd be peacemakers. That we would release your healing and wholeness onto this earth, into every relationship. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord. So right now, we just break off peacekeeping. We break off the fear. We break off all the tension, Lord, that, that they would have the boldness to make peace in every situation. Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the message today. To experience more powerful messages, go to vineyardlive.us or join our Vineyard Live Plus community to view conferences, trainings, and special teachings.